Welcome to the Gag Is Podcast with me, your host, Charlie Shante, where I share the roller coaster of my life, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. After becoming a teen mom at 14 and a widow by the age of 21, it's a journey filled with tears and laughter, reminding you that even in the toughest moments, there's hope. The gag is, life may be unpredictable, but it's always worth living. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Unpredictable Lifestyle. I am your girl, Charlie Shantae, and today I am all alone. No Marco Polo with me today, but that's all right. It's still going to be an amazing, phenomenal episode. Um, so man, I have had such a good, good weekend, um, been visiting family, doing some things, um, but we're ready to go home now. I'm ready to sleep in my own bed. Uh, I do bring a pillow on the road with me. So let me know, do y'all bring a pillow on the road with you? Like I have a particular pillow that I bring with me and it has a silk pillowcase on it because I be sleeping rough and my pillow, my scarf be coming off, um, like it did this morning, but that's not neither here or there. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump into today's topic. Uh, today's topic is called grave condition. So, uh, grave condition. So I'll, uh, episodes before this, you guys know that my husband passed away. So from time to time, I go and visit his grave. I don't live where he is buried at. So it makes it a little bit harder to go visit. But when I did stay in the area, I tried to go like once a month, um, especially right after he passed away. It went to, you know, like once a month, you know, like once every three months. And, you know, it was just kind of hard determining the frequency of how how often I should go visit and you know am I visiting too much or am I not visiting enough and you know sometimes a guilt factor sets in um I did go visit him yesterday and it's always amazing to go out there but visiting frequency no one can tell you how to grieve on your journey. And there's no booklet, there's no pamphlet, there's no right or wrong way. There's no set number of times that you have to visit. There's not a set schedule of your visitations. You visit when you feel it is appropriate for you. As I mentioned, I used to go once a month when it first happened because I still had not processed the thought of him not being here. Uh, So I was like, I got to go once a month because if I don't go, then, you know, it's going to look like I don't love him or I didn't love him. It's going to make it look like I forgot about him or I'm in the process of forgetting about him, which is never true or correct. 
Um, and before I leave today to go back home, I'm going to go visit him again. I just had to wait for the store to open so that I can get some flowers um, until I come back and see him again, which will probably be in a few months. Uh, I'm trying to make a habit of coming out here a little bit more to not only visit him, but to visit family as well. Now, moving on to the next bullet, grave activity. So everyone has their own ritual of when they go to the grave, what they do when they get there, you know, how long they stay and different things like that. Me, I don't. I just pretty much go with the flow on this trip. I said that I was going to get our favorite food and go have lunch with him. Um, but I didn't get to quite do that. Um, for one, the weather, uh, has not really participated. Um, it has been 105 degrees here, so it has not been optimal. Um, and I even went during the morning yesterday, but it was still not optimal. Um, for me to sit out there for the period of time that I wanted to sit out there and have lunch with him. So I opted for something that I thought would make him laugh. I went to Starbucks. Now, when we were married, I didn't really drink Starbucks or anything like that. And so for me to drink Starbucks now, I know he's going, look at my girl drinking Starbucks, trying to be bougie. Yes, honey, (laughs) I am bougie. So I took a Starbucks drink out there and had my conversations with him. I always like going um, to see him because it allows for me to have clarity It gives me the opportunity to just say what I need, say what I want. And, you know, sometimes I'm able to go and not cry, but sometimes I end up crying and I get overcome with emotion and I just get mad all over again. But yesterday um, wasn't that really day. I was overwhelmed when I went. However, I did not cry. So I am proud of myself for not crying yesterday. However, if you ever go to visit someone and you cry, it is perfectly okay. There's certain music that I listen to um, when I go. Um, And I know that he heard me when I get back in the car and I'm driving back to wherever I'm going and the song that he dedicated to me, um, right after we were married (laughs) comes on. So that lets me know that he acknowledges that I came to see him and it's always such a great and amazing feeling. But yesterday when I went to see him, let me tell y'all, it was so hot out there. And like I said, I went early in the morning. I went about 1030. So the sun wasn't really up, up. But let me tell you, that sun was beating on my back. And where he's buried, there's a lot of trees and everything. But for some reason yesterday, that sun found every way of getting around the trees that are by where he is buried at. And your girl was burning up. I did stay for about, 
I probably stayed for about 15 minutes um, because after 15 minutes, I was like dripping with sweat. And I think it was around like 89 degrees at that time um, because I looked at it and I sent a picture to my best friend. Um, and I was like, girl, it is hot out her. So um, before I leave and go back home, I'm going to go visit uh, him again, like I said, and put flowers on his grave until next time. Um, one thing I always do when I do a grave visit is I always ensure that his grave is in good condition. Um, I make sure it's not sinking in. I make sure that it's clean, you know, um, and for some reason, Ants are always running rampant at the cemetery. I just don't get it. Um, but I always make sure that his headstone is clean. Um, and like I said, like it's not sinking in or anything. And if it looks like it needs some type of maintenance, I always go to the office and let the ladies in the office know, hey, this um, this headstone needs a little attention. If you guys can get that taken care of for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, because where he's buried at, it's variable weather conditions. And uh, sometimes they get a lot of rain and sometimes it'll start sinking in and the dirt or start covering the outer portions of the headstone or sometimes it'll be too dry and the headstone will start to um, to pop out a little bit. But I always make sure that I keep it in good, clean condition. You know, because I do know that he has other visitors and, you know, when people come, I do want them to know that, you know, his wife still loves him 1000% and she still comes to ensure that his headstone is clean. You know, I never tell people when I go see him um, because I, it's a private moment for me. So if I do, when I do take pictures or if I take pictures or anything, it is normally only shared between um, my best friends and my family. Um, every time I go is not social media worthy. I know a lot of people um, like to see people grieve out loud and grieve online, but you know, sometimes I'm just not in the mood for that. You know, I do know that I have a lot of supporters and things like that, but sometimes I just don't like to put all of the business out there online because it is a vulnerable moment. And, you know, I just like to keep vulnerable moments to myself. You know, nothing wrong with that. And I know I have a lot of friends, um, a lot of widow friends who feel the same way. Um, you know, we all carry the same sentiment that when we go and visit our spouses or, you know, our, our loved one, we always ensure that we keep their graves, um, in top notch condition. Um, some of my most of my widow friends, um, they their spouses are buried at national cemeteries. So the uptake, I'm sorry, not the uptake, the upkeep is just a little bit different compared to my husband who is buried at a public cemetery. So things are a little different. Now, after visiting the grave, that to me is always the best feeling. 
I feel so relieved. I feel empty. I feel, um, I just feel so relieved. I'll give you a story from yesterday. Um, yesterday when I was going to see him, I had a lot on my mind. My anxiety was like on 1000. And I was just like, oh my gosh, because the time that I went to see him yesterday, I was going to see him later on. Um, but I dropped what I was doing right then and there. And I got in the car and I just went directly to him because I just needed I just needed to be in his presence because when I tell y'all that man got me, that man understood me. And it's just something about going to see him that just, uh, just calmed me down. So when I left, I was feeling calm. I was feeling relieved. Um, everything was just good. I just felt like a weight had been lifted off of me. Um, I did, you know, kind of, I was kind of upset just a smidge because sometimes when I leave the cemetery, I'm like, you know, it's not fair that I love you this much and I have to leave you here. It's like, I just want to, I just want you to be with me. So, you know, I, I do get, get times and periods where I get upset that I have to leave him there, you know, but just to know that I was in his presence, um, I have to remember that that makes things good. And then as the day went on last night, um, there were some things that occurred that let me know um, that he was there. I won't speak on exactly what it was, but some things occurred that let me know that he was like, babe, it's all good. You are going to be okay. Okay. Now, for someone who has never lost a spouse, all of these things may seem weird to you. However, they are not at all. There is not a book. There is not a class. There is not a person who can tell you any of the things that I'm talking about today. There is no person that can tell you you should be visiting your spouse how many ever times in a certain amount of period, if you want to go visit your spouse every weekend, or if you want to go visit them once a month, that is healthy. No one can tell you how often you should be going and doing something. There's no book on that. There's no right or wrong answer. If you go sometimes or you don't go at all, that is your prerogative. I know people who only go once a year and that is on the death anniversary of their spouse. And that is perfectly okay. There is nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that they love them any less. That's just their comfort level. And that's just how they deal with things. You cannot tell people how they should act when they go to the cemetery. When I was there yesterday, there was a gentleman there with his folding chair sitting under the tree at the person that he was visiting. That is perfectly okay. There is no right or wrong way to be when you visit your person at the cemetery. However, you should keep it respectful you shouldn't be out there playing loud music and different things like that. But sitting out there with your person, that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly 
K. I typically take a blanket or a towel or something out there where I can sit or kneel or do something um, like that. Uh, I might read a book. I know the last time I visited, I was reading a book um, and then I was having lunch with him. It was weird though, because like a little bit over, like from where he's buried at, they were having another funeral. So it made it a little weird. So I, um, I, uh, kind of waited until after that funeral was over. And then I went and I sat down and I read the book and everything. And um, the maintenance guys were there and they're like, what are you doing, ma'am? I was like, oh, there's a funeral going on over there. You know, I was like, I want to give those people the respect um, of their loved one. I was like, you know, I just I was just coming to eat and uh, lunch with my husband and just, you know, bonding a little bit. He was like, he's like, that is very sweet and thoughtful of you, ma'am. I was like, yeah, I was like, I want to be respectful of everyone um and their loved one you know because they're saying their final goodbyes and so you know I didn't want to seem like I was being inconsiderate by being there um while they were burying their loved one um so yeah so that's how that goes after feel after visit feeling no one can tell you how you should feel um Anytime you visit your loved one, you are entitled to feel however you want. Like I stated yesterday, I was a little upset because I was like, man, I have to leave. However, I know that as I continued on with my day, things were going to be okay. And so I knew comfort. I I had comfort in knowing that although I left him there in the physical he was with me in the spiritual and I'm perfectly okay with that because I, I needed, I just needed that reassurance from him. All right. So for this episode, I don't have any hometown shenanigans because it's a little, it's a little serious condition. Um, so I don't, I don't have any hometown shenanigans for you, but what I do have is a lyric of the week and it's a lyric of the week provided by me, not Marco Polo. He going to be mad at that, but it's okay. Um, so my lyric of the week is pretty Ricky. Can we make it like it was? Um, when I found out that my husband had got killed and died and all of that, um, when I got to, when I got in my car, I um, was listening to my music and that was the song that came on. And kind of from there, it's just, I was just a wreck. Um, I was just a complete wreck. And then it was like that song, just the lyrics and everything just stuck out to me because it's like, can we make it like it was? Um, because I wanted him back. Like I didn't understand in that moment, you know, why he wasn't like, why he wasn't coming back. Uh, you know, it was, it was a tough time. So 
these pod episodes, some of them are going to be in order and some of them are going to be not. So you will more than likely have to um, listen to a previous pod or episode or wait until another episode is posted to kind of like give, get the full gist and the full story. Uh, I am going to dedicate some episodes specifically to how he died, um, our marriage, our kids, you know, and leading up to everything. So, you know, if I, you hear me say something in one episode, don't think you missed anything, um, because these episodes are broad, um, and they just kind of touch on the subject. They don't go in depth of the subjects right now, because if we did that, then, you know, these episodes would probably be about two or three hours long, but we're going to keep them short. We're going to keep it simple. Um, and I will detail episodes and I'm probably do a little series. Um, so there will be episodes that detail everything that went on. So time to wrap this up. Thank you all for joining me for another week. That is all I have for you. And remember, peace, love, and remember to treat others the way you want to be treated. I'm out. tuning into the gag is podcast i hope you're enjoying my journey as much as i am enjoying sharing it with you before we wrap up i have a small request if you found inspiration in my stories or my guest stories don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family together we can spread the message of resilience and hope and if you have a moment please take a second to rate and review the show on your podcast app five stars please your feedback helps me reach even more listeners who might need a dose of encouragement remember the gag is life may be unpredictable but it's always worth living so until next week bye guys